So, now me. You know, ever since you got me talking about my life, bits and pieces from my early years have been coming back to me. The smell of horses, for one thing, and automobiles. They were few and far between in those early years. The town doctor had a Buick he drove to make house calls, and I seem to remember one of the lawyers in town had a car of some kind, but horses and wagons filled the streets on working days in Luristan. The smell of them, the horses, was very strong. The smell of living, breathing creatures. A smell that seemed familiar the first time I smelled it. Later on, after tractors, trucks, and cars came along, folks claimed they disliked the smell of horses. Thought it was unclean, somehow. They were sadly mistaken, at least in my opinion. Motor vehicles run on the remains of creatures that died millions of years ago, and they smell like it, too. Of course, horses did leave their waste behind, which wasn't so pleasant and had to be cleaned up. And that reminds me of another smell that's popped into my mind, the stink of a chicken coop that needs cleaning. In those days, even town boys had chores to do, and my first chores required me to collect the eggs and feed the chickens we kept. Truth be told, there were times when the ammonia smell set my eyes to burning. Other times, after Annie finished cleaning the coop, the chickens gave off a warm, contented odor that I found downright comforting. That is, when the hens weren't trying to peck me. Let's see, what else? The smell of a wood fire in the kitchen stove and the pot-bellied stove in the living room. The smell of the oil my father used to lubricate the machinery he sold. The smell of a fresh blackberry pie left to cool on a windowsill. The smell of the lilac toilet water my mother used every day and the smell of the tiny red roses that grew on a trellis alongside the house. The smell of sweat-soaked farmers in town for the day. There were no water heaters back then, no washing machines. Washing clothes was a day-long chore. You had to heat water on the kitchen stove, scrub the clothes on an old-fashioned wooden washboard, rinse out the soap, which was lye-based and caustic, in clean water, then hang the clothes out to dry. Gracious, there wasn't even electricity outside of the town itself. Most farmers bathed once a week, and they smelled like it, too. What I'm getting to, in my old man way, is a memory that's still sharp even though I couldn't have been much more than five years old when it happened. Cut hay smells good, plain and simple, whether the hay is timothy grass or alfalfa. Neither one, though, can stand alongside the smell of newly cut clover. There's a poet named Robert Frost who described cutting clover as the sweetest dream that labor knows, and I can't claim to disagree. I can remember times when the family gathered on the front porch after supper, sipping lemonade. This was on hot nights before the house cooled enough to allow for sleep. The smell of cut clover would come drifting on the night breeze from the farms across the creek, and Mama would shake her head and laugh. Somebody needs to put that in a bottle, she'd say. It puts lilacs to shame and makes the daffodils blush.